And I'm delighted to have with me Margot Walsh from Surrey Libraries. Hello, Margot. Hello, Graham. And a bit of an exciting day today because we've reached the point where we've chosen the final eight for our Surrey Reading Aloud competition. That's right. We launched the next stage today going into the, the voting so people out there in Surrey can listen to those recordings and vote for their favourite one. Right. So um, how, how has it gone this year? How many nominations have we had? We've had a great year, Graham. We have had nearly 50 nominations from people all over Surrey. And those nominations have been for children as young as five and for older people all the way up to somebody in their 80s yes because um, i guess some people think of reading aloud as just reading to children or whatever and i know there's quite a few events in the libraries that do that but people of all ages like somebody to read to i'm sure that's right both both the people who are reading to other people but also the people that are listening to those stories all age groups so the the, the people who have been nominated came from children and teachers school librarians local libraries preschool and nursery staff volunteers parents grandparents yeah and we all like listening to a good story i mean audiobooks are getting quite popular these days as well aren't they that's right yes yeah. some, some of our nominations came from people who are recording the spoken word um reading for talking newspapers uh, reading for uh, audiobooks and um, but also people that are reading aloud or speaking aloud in plays and poetry readings and some storytellers who are sharing their own stories out loud yeah so really quite a lot of us do read in one way or another out loud don't we yes yeah right and and lots of people listening you know we've got children and grandchildren listening to their parents reading at bedtime children in groups like in rainbows and brownies listening to stories some teachers reading to children all the way up to teenagers who right. are getting into their GCSE literature by hearing the story read out loud before they read it. Yeah, and it's it's the sort of the emotion you put across while you're reading, I guess, as well, and the imagination that in the mind that you can build of the characters. Yeah, that's right. brings brings the story alive, transports you to another world. Right. Well, we've got these eight finalists, so shall we just to run through them? Because the important thing is not just the uh, reader, but the nominator also gets a prize if if they win. That's right, yes, because obviously to begin with, when we get all those nominations in, we, we're not hearing those people reading, so we're, we're basing our shortlist choice on the, the nominations, the enthusiasm of the person nominating, and we had some lovely ones this year. Would you like me yeah. to run through? So who's the first? What's the so first one the, on our list? The first one on our list is uh, Kate. Uh, the person who nominated Kate was Catherine. Um, who in her nomination said, whether she is narrating in a concert or reading a story to the junior boarders in bedtime, her true love of words, reading and stories shines through all. Oh, right. Okay, that sounds good. That's Kate Shute then. And then I see we've got Alison Self. Yep, who was nominated by Jeanette Ralph. And Jeanette said, when reading aloud, Alison interacts with her audience, tailoring her storytelling to the needs of the listeners. All right, very good indeed. And then uh, Catherine McCuskey. Yep, who was nominated by Sarah Walker. Sarah said, All are utterly charmed by her gift to fire the imagination and transport the mind to a place of wonder, awe and intrigue. Oh, lovely words, isn't it? Yeah, so it's the skill of nominating, isn't it? Uh, And uh, then there's Nick Crombie. Yes, Nick was nominated by Deborah Moore. (coughs) Deborah said, He reads with interest, enjoying the story and the characters on the way. I've seen whole classes of 14 and 15-year-olds avidly listening and waiting for the next instalment. Oh, that's good, isn't it? And then we've got Gemma Wilcox. Yep, Gemma was nominated by Leanne Smith. And Leanne has said, The children find her engaging and exciting. They enjoy story time every week. She instills a love of reading in children beyond the classroom. 
Oh, lovely. She's a teacher, obviously. Obviously, yeah. Yeah. And then there's Jason Holsey. Yeah, so Jason is a, is a fantastic father of three daughters under eight. And his wife, Charlene, has said, as you can imagine, bedtime stories are very popular in our house. And Daddy always seems to make them come alive. Ah, lovely. Uh, Laura Gold? Uh, Laura was nominated by her mum, Maureen. Um, who said um, of the people that Laura reads to, they all love it when she recites poems, some of her own, and when she reads stories aloud. She has always loved reading aloud and writing too and has a clear but calm tone to her voice. And uh, finally, but not least, there's Sue Leach. That's right. So Sue was nominated by Hilary Newman and Hilary has said, reading to children was part of her job for 40 years. If you want a reading to be done brilliantly, ask Sue. Oh, right. Excellent. OK, well, shall we have a little snippet from all of those eight finalists now? I think that would be a great idea. Kate Shute reads Dogger by Shirley Hughes. Once there was a soft brown toy called Dogger. One of his ears pointed upwards and the other flopped over. His fur was worn in places because he was quite old. He belonged to Dave. Dave was very fond of Dogger. He took him everywhere. Alison Self, reading Dave Pigeon by Swat Nahado. Dave and me were on a routine croissant heist. It was something we'd done at least a hundred times before. In fact, the first time I met Dave was on a croissant heist. Back then, Dave told me he had just won a Medal of the Brave, which he wore all the time. Though I heard a rumour later it was just a bottle top that got stuck to him with a piece of chewing gum when he got caught in a bin bag once. Dave was swooping in from the opposite side of the pond when we both spotted a half-eaten croissant abandoned under a bench. Catherine McCuster reads A Girl Called Justice by Ellie Griffiths. 9th October 1936 As soon as she saw the school, Justice Jones knew that it had the potential for murder. She kept this to herself, of course. The taxi driver could easily be a spy. To be fair, the taxi driver hadn't said much beyond a sort of groan when he heaved Justice's trunk into the boot, but Justice wasn't about to accept silence as a proof of innocence. Nick Crombie, reading Dogger, by Shirley Hughes. Dave was very fond of Dogger. He took him everywhere. Sometimes he gave him rides in a trolley. Sometimes he pulled him along on a lead made of string like a real dog. When it was cold, he wrapped him up in a bit of blanket. Now and again, Dave's mum said that Dogger was getting much too dirty. She showed Dave how to wash him in a bowl of soapy water. Then they hung him up by his tail on the washing line to dry. Gemma Wilcox, reading Dave Pigeon by Swatna Haddo. Dave was swooping in from the opposite side of the pond when we both spotted a half-eaten croissant abandoned under a bench. We dived down, crashing towards the same gap between two planks of benchwood and landed at the exact same time. There we were, dangling upside down, stuck in the bench, when a huge goose grabbed our croissant and waddled off with it. A goose, for bird's sake. We never did get that croissant back, did we? Jason Halsey, reading Dave Pigeon by Swatnahado. We never did get that croissant back, did we? Dave, what? Do you want me to tell this story? Sorry, Skipper. On you go. What I was about to say was, we never got our croissant bag. We caught up to the goose just fine, but let me tell you something about geese. They are far bigger up close than when you see them in the distance. 
and they are very pecky. We were very grateful to leave that fight with all our feathers. Dave and I have been friends ever since. Laura Gould, Reading Dogger, by Shirley Hughes Dave's baby brother, Joe, liked hard toys. He liked putting them in his mouth and biting on them because he was getting teeth. Dave's big sister, Bella, took seven teddies to bed with her every night. She had to sleep right up against the wall to stop herself from falling out. But Dave liked only Dogger. Sue Leach, reading Dave Pigeon by Swatnahado. Have you got to the bit where I almost lost my life? Can you stop interrupting me? I was just about to start that bit, but you keep ruining the story by giving things away. Where was I? Oh, yes. The day we met Mean Cat. Our one hundredth croissant iced. It was a bright sunny morning and me and Dave were starving. Peck your own feathers off starving. There we are. There's our eight finalists. It's going to be a tough job uh, choosing those, isn't it? But it's all open to the public to do it. Not you and I. (laughs) That's right. So uh, if people want to vote for their favourite read, uh, they need to go online, don't they? That's right. So they can go on to the Surrey Libraries website. Uh, Go to surreycc.gov.uk forward slash libraries and look for special events and competitions and you'll find us right there. You'll find links to the all the full recordings from those those little snippets and you'll be able to vote directly on the website and your vote will go towards deciding who is the 2019 winner of the Surrey Reading Aloud competition. All exciting stuff and you can also do that at brooklandsradio.co.uk forward slash reading hyphen aloud dot html or you can follow the link from the homepage to reading aloud and we've got all the eight entries up there and again we'll also have the link to the voting system so the very best of luck we had lots of votes last year so let's hope we get plenty this year as well that's right just make sure you get those votes in before midnight on sunday the 8th of december and we'll be announcing the winner the next day monday the 9th of december we will know who has got the most votes um from all the people in surrey that have logged on to our two websites to listen to those extracts right and of course the winner and the nominee both get a prize that's right, they both get a um, £20 worth of book vouchers and an invitation to come to Brooklyn's Radio um, when the winner will read a special Christmas story. Yes, and we'll be putting that out on Christmas Eve, no less. So that's a nice way to start Christmas, isn't it? A wonderful way to end the competition and to start the festivities for Christmas. Right, so get voting, listen to all the, uh, all the, uh, in the, all the readings and then uh, vote for your favourite and uh, we'll be announcing that then on the 9th of December. Uh, tell you what, um, Margot, then, what's been some of your favourite bits of this so far? Yeah, it was lovely seeing all the nominations, Gray, and there were so many wonderful things that had been written in there. But some of my personal favourites, one of the um, nominees read to a group of bikers. Um, and then what really? was said, Yeah, what was said was, <laughs> creating a stillness in the atmosphere where every ear was on every word. That paints Ooh, a picture, doesn't it? It does indeed. Um, another one was, um, he is so soothing, I asked him to read poetry to me whilst I was in labour. Oh, well, lovely. He must be he soothing. Ma- oh, boy, he's a super husband there. <laughs> Absolutely. And the last one, which I really liked, was, I like children to go into another world while I'm reading as if they are watching a movie. 
Ah, lovely. It's yeah, lovely painting think, a picture again. Painting a picture in your mind, listening to those, those words. Indeed. Well, exciting times, and we look forward to coming back then to... Uh, we'll be doing a winner's show, won't we, and be presenting the prizes and getting them to read this Christmas story. Yeah, looking forward to that in December, Graham. Thank you very much, Margot, for coming in today. Thank you again. That's Margot Walsh there from Surrey Libraries, and congratulations to all our finalists. Oh.